0: There we Hi. Go. Hi, how are you doing tonight? I'm okay, how's it going? Oh, pretty good. Yeah, we're just uh fixing so we have a nice picture of you up on our screen for our viewers. So we're just getting that set up right now. Awesome. Is it gonna be uh the the video here gonna be playing or is it just gonna be like a no, it'll be a video, so it's like live to Twitch, and then we edit it down and send
1: it to YouTube. Oh,
0: okay, cool.
1: Yeah, so, so we're we're uh, all we're good to go. I was wondering now. if I
0: did my makeup for a reason or not.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're fine. You look phenomenal, and welcome Why, to the you. show. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for coming to the show. Thank you for kicking everybody's ass because um you don't you don't judge like you, everybody's fair game, right? Uh-huh. equal opportunity that's that's uh, a
0: opportunity as kicker
1: yeah that's uh that's what i was reading so um i gotta appreciate that everyone everyone needs to take a lick in every uh now and then <laughs> this well, is what happens when people
0: run their mouths too much. i mean what um,
1: <laughs> yeah right um i need a friend like that to stand up for me because i run my mouth a lot <laughs> um yeah maybe i could hire you to do that you know what I found interesting was um you now correct me if I'm wrong or just clarify everything for me. You were paid to go to parties? Once upon a
0: time, One, yes.
1: Once upon a, So okay, let me see. All right, let's say okay, I have a bar in my house. Let's but let's say it's a club. And I I want to make it like so what do I do? I I find I I contact you, I pay you what is what are the duties? Um, usually
0: it would be uh, essentially for me, I would uh, use my social media following. It's almost like an influencer sort yeah. of deal. Like I'd use my social media following, I'd repost, I'd make side parties happen <laughs> or pre gaming parties. Pre gaming, yeah. Pre gaming. <clears throat> and then when I got there, I would literally go into the club and if you ever seen the movie party monster it's very similar you go into the club you go around you say hi to a bunch of people you grab your drinks uh you make small talk, you dance wow. and then you just kind of smooch and cre- i don't know like it's like kind of like influencer socialite type feel
1: yeah it, it it just blew my mind um is there any aspect from that experience being being paid to to uh influence and, and and hype up a crowd pre-game is there anything you took from that experience that you use now in the ring or out of the ring
0: i don't know if it's from that specifically but i grew up in theater and nope. i grew up like in front of crowds and stuff like that so it's never really bothered me to put me in front of a whole bunch of people and have to do something or have to say something or have to rally people um i realized it's something that not everybody could do you got to kind of have to have that little bit of charisma and that little bit of spark to keep people behind you. But yeah. for me, I, I felt like it was pretty easy because I kind of grew up doing that.
1: Speaking of uh, your growing up, um, do you have brothers and sisters? Was uh, Were they into wrestling? Was wrestling on? What did your parents think?
0: Uh, I have one brother, older brother. He was a state champion wrestler, not a professional Ooh. wrestler. He was a state yeah. champion wrestler. Um, He wrestled legit, but he was, by legit, I mean like Greco-Roman, freestyle, all of that. Um, He was very gifted. He got scholarships to go to wrestling camps. and my dad was a wrestler and a boxer. My grandpa was a boxer, so it's just kind of always been there, but growing up, like, I took my first German suplex ever from my brother, like, at age seven, (laughs) (laughs) because he was on the wrestling team, and I was, you know... The kid's sister, who is also slash your wrestling dummy. Yep. But I got to learn a lot from about like freestyle wrestling and stuff from him when I was young. But yeah, that that dummy came out of nowhere, and I hit my foot
1: on the table. That was a you always remember tuck your chin when you take those suplexes, those German suplexes. Tuck your chin.
0: Yeah, I'm seven years old, I had no idea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so you come from a family of ass kickers. So, uh, yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, The the one story that I I remembered, and this is is one from like, I must have been like five to seven. At family reunions, we have this family ranch, right? So family reunions, we would hold it there. And as children, they would uh, rally us up, all the cousins. And there's 13 aunts and uncles. So imagine how many children there are.
1: And they would rally us up, and they'd put boxing gloves on the kids and have uh, us speaking out. <laughs> mm. Um, it <laughs> sounds, sure like right. sounds like sounds <laughs>
0: like this isn't like a child fight club though. <laughs> like,
1: it funny. uh sounds like all the family uh, gatherings of us, where you had we were all brothers. I think there was one girl in every one of our families, all the cousins, everything. Just one girl, and uh, but there was a lot of fisticuffs back then so i definitely can sort of relate i guess um but as far as wrestling goes you you didn't you didn't start kicking ass right out of the gate you which i found interesting because you went um you studied i think the word is uh visual journalism which uh, i guess is 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 photography or you know the the, the art of Photojournalism, I guess, is that correct?
0: Storytelling with pictures, yeah. yeah. Photojournalism.
1: Yeah. Um, I was at
0: a Brooks for that. What's that? I was at a school called a uh, Brooks Institute of Photography, studying, studying visual journalism, and we had to choose like area specialty areas. So I chose sports and concert photography because I found that most yeah. interesting. And from there one of my co-workers at the time said, hey, you should come shoot our wrestling show, and so I wound up doing that, and that show was a show that Joey Chaos was at, as well as that Funny Bone was at, like, there was a bunch of people from the wrestling industry and the wrestling business that are there, that are uh, relatively, you know, well-known today, Yeah. so that's, that's essentially where, I mean, if you want to say where the start start was, that was probably the start start.
1: Yeah, get your foot in the door, and that was U E W, I believe. Um, yes. And you got your foot in the door, uh, taking photos for ringside. Um, when do um, when do you make the jump from just being somebody at ringside taking photos to being part of the program?
0: When Gary Yap from Epic War kept seeing me around at wrestling shows and apparently he really liked my look. And I was at these shows with Tyler Bateman and Sunnybone and uh, Drago. And he asked, if I ever considered being a valet. And I was like, why would I consider that? You know? (laughs) Yeah. But uh, he put me to manage the trios that was Valence Unlimited with those three guys. And that's essentially the start start. Like I wasn't a trained valet. I wasn't a trained manager. I wasn't a trained anything. I was a, I, and I wasn't even doing do green side photography with them. I i do ring side photography here and there. But Gary kept seeing me around all these shows and so he decided to do something with me. So that's the the transitional point from behind the camera to in front of it.
1: Um and for those people in the chat, uh Drago is Simon Gotch, right? Yes. So yeah. um mm-hmm. for those uh he's in M L W now, he's in the WWE. Um all right, so bring me, bring me to the Santino brothers. How, when do you, how do you get there? When do you get there? Uh, when did it click in your head? Maybe that's what I should be going to do now.
0: <laughs> well, when I was a manager, I always felt like I should be doing more, and honestly, yeah. I, I never wanted to be. A, like I always kind of wanted to be a wrestler since I was a kid. You know, you grew up watching all these shows like Flow mm-hmm. and WWE, and I really loved Flow as a child. But um, I. You have these strong female characters, and I always kind of wanted to be a wrestler. But the transition started shifting because, as a manager, number one, there's not a whole lot of female managers. I went from ballet to actual manager, like, two, high, whole, like, I I was like the whole nine yards. Okay. Um, I was a definite mouthpiece too, but I was so hated because I was a heel manager that. People wanted to see me get my butt So (laughs) You're doing your job. I being pulled up to matches as a manager. And during those years, I had been training on the road with Tyler Bateman and basically B-Boy and anybody that would get in the ring with me. Um, They were teaching me a lot. So I was able to do these matches as a, a manager. But then I got into Battle Royals. Right. And that progressed to having an actual singles match. So, I'm having a singles match, not being fully trained, trained. Like, I'm trained, but not fully trained, trained. And uh, that went off really well. And Joey Chaos from Santino Brothers was watching it. He enjoyed it and he wrote on Twitter about it. And that was in 2012, December 2012. And that's about the time where I was making my transition from undergraduate school to going to grad school. So, I started applying to grad schools and tried to be very conscious if there was a wrestling school around the grad school that I was applying to. Um, And I wound up choosing to go to USC for grad school, and Santino Brothers was right there, and I had been looking at Santino Brothers, so that just worked out perfectly. So June 2013, I moved to go to USC, and that's also the same time that I started at Santino Brothers.
1: Nice. Um, You said graduate school. What were you going to school for at that time?
0: Um, psychology. Nice. I, I actually have my master's degree in psychology. I'm a public scientist. I Excellent. did research on humans.
1: There you go. <laughs> research on humans. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> I, I was I was a clinical clinical psychology uh, research, all that. And then when I went to grad school, I switched to uh, psychology for evil. I switched to consumer psychology and started figuring out how to use people's brains to make them buy.
1: Yes. Yes. I like that. <laughs> um, my background is I have a master's in uh applied behavioral analysis. So uh I study people, um, data, all that fun stuff. Um specifically I do children with autism and uh help yeah. them with their behaviors. But yeah, so uh I when I found out you were doing uh psychology, I was like, Oh, that's awesome. She's she's gonna manipulate people. <laughs> that's what it's about, I, pretty much.
0: I did. I actually, in, in my undergraduate, like, my specialty was persuasion. And then when I did consumer psychology, I decided to keep up with persuasion. So, yeah. I mean, I could start a cult. Yes. Let's think about the possibilities. I could start a cult.
1: Yes, you could. Yep. <laughs> uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right? Some people, that's what it goes. Or, uh, or make you buy a stick of gum. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, pack of gum. You know, you order something on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just one Just click it. It's got to make it clickable. It's click. Make it easy. Make it easy. Um when, so I I was trying to do uh my research and get my notes and try to make it somewhat flow. Um but one something that came up that I loved was uh you kept saying wrestling pro wrestling. I was listening to another podcast and you kept saying wrestling pro wrestling. Wrestling pro wrestling I was like, "What is going on? I've never heard of that." And so then I had to delve into that. And it, it was it was a promotion, I guess, from Brian Kendrick, and so then mm-hmm. I I fall down that rabbit hole, and uh, you played a character, you played a lot of characters over there, but one of my favorite was uh, Ruby Huxtable. Uh,
0: <laughs> that was my first character. I played uh I did Ruby Huxtable as that's the way Brian brought me into yeah. wrestling pro wrestling. Um, so I was essentially like a seven year old little girl. <laughs> But she got, she eventually got killed. She got the frying pan. She ended up dead. Um, and then after that, Brian just used me as a regular wrestler because uh, Wrestling Pro Wrestling, for the people that aren't familiar with it, uh, is a very out there, kind of ethereal, takes part in outer space, kind of. And it's kind of like if you watched wrestling but you were on LSD, maybe. Because the Loch Ness monster is in there <laughs> there's a uh, emotep emotep one of the mummies uh there it, it's just it's just crazy and wacky and out there so uh but in there and in all those characters there's also uh, straight wrestling matches and I so after that I got to just uh okay.
1: <laughs> that's you yeah i just thought that was so funny because I grew up watching, uh, you know, the Cosby show and Rudy, and I was just like, oh, that's so interesting. Come out as Rudy full with um, interesting stuff. You also played, uh, I believe, uh, Ruby Kruger. Uh, you that, oh, that uh, I do that, um, just on my own.
0: That's yeah. my I like, have a I don't know if you call it an alternate persona, but I have this other side of me that comes out which ah. is kind of like my horror persona. Okay. One of my co-workers uh, named it, or co-workers, a fellow wrestler named yeah. it uh, oh. Ija the Mil Maniacos, which is translated to like Daughter of a Thousand Maniacs. It's a Freddy Krueger gimmick. That's I have right. crazy Krueger gear. I have Michael Myers gear that I have. I have Cannibal Lecter gear, wrestling gear. Um, I have sketches for a couple more horror gears that I do those on a kind of special occasions, or if it's like a good Lucy show, match. I'll do it for a Lucy show. Or if it's a, I did it for the AWS Women's Tournament in 2017, 2018, where I, think... I went through all the rounds and every round that I came out, I came out bloodier as a different horror persona and uh, made it through all the way to the end. And by the end, I was, you know, drenched in blood, come out as Hannibal Lecter. I had people
1: walking out with the shackles and everything like that, so yeah, yeah, it's got that uh Rosemary, uh, Sue Young vibe with the the the, the you know the the character and the undead and all that. Um, so do you prefer doing character work? I mean, it's hard to, to say. Do you prefer doing those? Uh, do you prefer being a character as opposed to Ruby yourself, Ruby Reyes? Does that make sense? Uh, Am I making sense? I don't know if I necessarily
0: prefer it. Yeah. But it's something different because I I feel like the horror persona side of me uh, that doesn't always come out. I feel like that's kind of like wrestling pro wrestling, where it exists in another plane, it's like okay. another dimension. Yeah. Um. Anytime I post about it, I don't post about it as me. I post about it as her. Ah. Mo- you know, and I talk I talk about dad because she's very dual dent in the fact that she she sees all these horror. Icons as her father, so you know, dear old dad taught me this, you know, this and that. But she also runs with her different set of rules. So me, I know who I am. I am who I am in the ring. I am Ruby Rose. I'm an equal ass But if I wrestle as her, she has a different set of rules. She has a different set of motives. She has, you know, a completely different style and everything that I do. and Someone once said, like, oh, well, blah, 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 blah. Are you going to go out there at the Lucha show? Are you going to do Lucha? Like, literally, my response was, like, Raisy doesn't Lucha. <laughs> like, I don't know. This doesn't happen. Um, I don't necessarily prefer one over the other, I actually. Really like, I like being mean. I like doing the horror gimmicks. It's just going to all be whatever fits where.
1: Yeah. Yeah, whatever fits where. No, it's good. Um. AWS, you mentioned. Uh, you wrestled... I want I watched one of the matches today. I think it was Man, I hope I get this name right of this wrestler. I think it was Havoc from Impact in AWS. Am I correct? Jessica, Jessica Havoc. Jessica Havoc, yes, Jessica Havoc. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um hell of a match. Have you had a, have you had any tryouts, have you had any run ins with Impact or any of the other promotions like that? Um, I've wrestled for Impact.
0: Four, I'm trying. I don't remember the year. Uh, 2018, 2019, something okay. like that. I did wrestle for Impact against Jordan Grace. I was slated to wrestle for WWE Once Upon a Time, but I have a really weird health issue that they told me didn't want to do with me. So okay. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but those, those, that's about it. Is uh, Impact. Um, I mean. I wrestled for shimmer. Yeah. I don't know if I not know if you'd consider that.
1: I do. Uh, but yeah, there's yeah. definitely other places that I would like to Uh Rise, I think you were in as well. Which was, yeah. was good. Um so uh what, what where was I gonna go next? Oh, the other thing that I heard you talking about in uh one of the podcasts that I uh researched with and I apologize, I don't remember who it was with. Um, No, I do. It was something SoCal. SoCal something. Uh, Anyway. SoCal Wrestling. Yeah, SoCal Wrestling. Was that the name of the podcast, though? I don't know. He focused on SoCal Wrestling. But uh anyways, you started talking about up all night shows. And I heard the passion come through when you started talking about it. Um, Why don't you let the people know in the chat um, what that's all about?
0: So Up All Night is essentially uh, kind of like my brainchild. That's my baby. It is a wrestling show that took place out of the Santino Brothers dojo. It's, 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 I, would, I would consider it a Santino Brothers product. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they do, too. <laughs> <laughs> it was out of, the, out of the dojo. And essentially, I wanted to put together a show where I could put matches that I wanted to see and get matches that weren't happening on the indies that I wanted Uh, that I felt like should happen and it it gave wrestlers another place to work and I wanted it done as a studio so we're doing this in the Santino Brothers dojo the only people that were allowed to be there were other wrestlers uh we didn't invite the audience in we didn't we didn't invite audience we didn't invite the public or anything if you're a wrestler you could be there if you're not you're not allowed to be there Hmm. completely run by wrestlers for the wrestlers um that was my that was my baby. I was the booker, I was the writer of the show, uh, producer. I had a really good crew, all the Santino Brothers Spirit that was there helping me and it was it was I loved it. I, I, I so love that. It was it was great to be on the other side for once and to be able to put together what you see in your head and the show you want to see and we filmed it like a studio television show. So we had the wrestling but we also had vignettes and skits that we wrote out or that I wrote out and Everybody there, some people were just getting their feet wet. Some people were seasoned wrestlers like Kylie Bacon was on there. Jake Atlas was on there. Andy Brown was on there. Um, and honestly, I felt like the intimate environment really opened up a lot of people. And you got to see what they were really made of because, well, now we don't have to worry about these big audiences and of people we don't know. Let's just focus on the wrestling, focus on telling a great story in the ring. And honestly, they laid it into each other. I have not seen one oh. of the hardest cities. Like, these matches are so hard-hitting, and it's great. And you can watch them all for free. We did exactly one year before we had to get shut down because of COVID. So we did a whole year's worth. And if you watch it, you can follow the storylines that I wrote in there between the wrestlers and the skits and the extra personalities we have. And we culminated at year one with uh, the Survive the Night tournament, which was great. And that was, ugh. I loved it. It was good. It, I, I I really missed that. That's that's my baby.
1: Yeah, and you can it. get. You, you said you can get that on the Santino, um, Santino Brothers uh, YouTube. Yep, just look up
0: up all night. Yeah, mm-hmm. up all night, up all night, up all night. Up yeah. all... <laughs> um, just keep going. You can find them all. We'll find it.
1: Um, is that something you would like to do more of in the future? Do again the writing, the producing, booking it all out.
0: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. You know, as soon as this pandemic yeah. i don't want to say the pandemic's over but as soon as you know things are lifted enough yeah. Yeah. i know that that's gonna be one of the first things i want to come back everybody that came in through those doors at up all night they were so passionate about being there and they just loved it there was like we had barbecues and stuff going on at up all night too so, <laughs> like it was this big family environment where everybody just came you ate you wrestled, you beat each other up, like, it was like my old family reunion at the ranch, like, okay, yeah. we're gonna eat, and then we're gonna beat each other up, <laughs> like, so go. that's definitely, like, one of the things I want to do, and I honestly want to go outside the Santino Brothers up all night universe here, and I want to do, like, a couple of big shows, like, I don't mean to run a promotion on a weekly, monthly basis, yeah. but I would love to do, like, Quarterly shows, or even just a couple like specialty shows that I already have written out on paper, and I know the matches that I want, I know the stories that I want. <laughs> like, this is something I love to do. This, like, I'm, I like putting things together. I love being creative. I love those aspects of wrestling, and to be able to do that is just so fantastic.
1: Yeah, write something up. Do it. Do it like uh, two, three times a year. Get it on fight or something. You know, put it up on something like that. That'd be awesome. Exactly.
0: Exactly. And it's. It, it, everything I already have set up in my head and written out for all these things. It's going to be, it's, it's fun. Yeah. It's going to be fun. And I, I want to do it. It's just universe.
1: universe. Right. I know. And uh, we, we, right before you got on, we were talking about some of this stuff and we're like, uh, you know, when we get back to, everyone says that when you get back to normal, but like, or when fans come back or, and it's just to the point where, okay, well, I mean, how long are we going to say that for? We got to, figure something out that's, yeah.
0: I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I really wish that it could be sooner than later, but yeah. here in California, like every wrestling shut down, all of wrestling. I, obviously, independent promotions shut down because the audiences and yeah. whatnot, but then our TV productions, such as Championship Wrestling in Hollywood, yeah. you had to go to no audience, and that's okay. We could run with no audience. Primetime uh, live and that wrestling you know, we were running without audience there too. But then when things got bad again, even those had to get shut down. Despite us having like COVID officers and like massive regulations and compliances throughout our shows, we're we're, we're not. We're shut down. And wow, Women of Wrestling, uh, that's another one that I'm on. That's completely shut down. They're not coming back. Again. Oh. So you know, hopefully,
1: yeah, hopefully. Man, that's that's a shitty. <laughs> Just brings me down um Tyler Bateman you've mentioned him a few times tonight uh Tyler Bateman's on ring of honor i've seen him I've seen him on uh, new Japan strong actually uh recently uh he scares me um should I be scared of him oh of course <laughs> yes i should right <laughs> of
0: course i think i think he is a man who deals in the business of violence, he's the one that taught me. Tyler Bateman is the one that taught me like 90% of what I know. So when you see me with those hard hits, Oof. that all came from him. <laughs> he, yeah. he, he's you know not only the guy that originally me, he's my mentor to this very day. We still talk on a daily basis when it comes to wrestling. I go to him for pretty much 99% of my advice.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I, I would be afraid of him. Yeah. I'm kind of afraid of him. I, I know am. him. I'm his friend. <laughs>
1: Man, you fit in great with those guys over there in Ring of Honor, Bateman and Vincent. Uh just standing alongside of them, you'd be menacing. That that might be a good fit for you over there, to tell you the truth.
0: I would I would actually Ring of Honor above anything right now, Ring of Honor is actually where I want to be. That's one yeah. of the spot that I wanted to be at. And it's just really great to see Bateman in there. Um, you're where I want to be. Yeah. <laughs> but he knows that. Like he yeah. knew from before. That was a spot that I wanted to go to
1: um so hopefully i don't know let's start a petition Can so we like make a banner start some signs i don't know yeah that's right roh ruby we can start a hashtag vanessa can't you do one of those i sure can yeah <laughs> <laughs> um a question a question sometimes i ask uh it kind of only comes up during this uh pandemic or i don't want to do that that's not that's not right it there it is a pandemic I'm, not quotes that was wrong um, have you learned any new talents or tricks during this weird time where we're all stuck in our house for extended periods of time? uh any talents or anything uh maybe you can use in the ring? uh maybe you can't. I don't know.
0: I learned how to make a dream catcher
1: a dream catcher
0: <laughs> I learned how to make one of those dream catchers. Um, no, that's honestly that's about the only thing i've yeah. I've really learned learned because I was like, hey. I have time, and I always want to learn how to make a game catcher. So let me figure this oh, there you out. Go. Uh, but, no, I've been uh, – I'm probably one of the people that everybody hates because I still go out on a daily yeah. basis, and I go to the beach pretty much on a daily basis. I just took a trip to Costa Rica. I just got back from Costa Rica. All this is all surfing. Yeah. So I've been in the water, uh, bodyboarding, surfing, uh, learning, going back to my roots because I, I grew up here in the 805 the beaches of Ventura County. Like, I I live, like, it's that way, like, 12 minutes. I was, like, 12 minutes wow. from the beach. So I grew up here, and I grew up in the water. I grew up bodyboarding, so that's what I've been doing. Pretty much this whole pandemic, I got back to the water, got back to what I was doing, and my brother never stopped. I stopped because of wrestling. Mm-hmm. I stopped going to the beaches. I stopped being in the water. He never stopped. My brother's been a surfer for over 20 years, so he's been really happy to see me get back to the water because 12 years in wrestling, like, that's a long time to be out of the water. Yeah. But I I, I gotten back to the water. He's teaching me how to stand up surf. I've been heavy into bodyboarding. Costa Rica almost drowned. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna
1: say you've had got, some near death experiences. You'd be careful out there.
0: I know. I got pinched I got pinched by a crab, like I've never been pinched by a crab in my life. I got pinched by a crab, I got stung by a sea urchin. I got, <laughs> yeah, that right, got yeah, that came out bloody. Um, I got pushed, under, I got, I fell off the top of a wave and I just got jumped into the water and held down and I'm Oof. like, oh my God, am I going to die in Costa Rica? Maybe. Okay. Well, least it was fun, right? <laughs> 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 but it, it's, it's just been a great time out there in the water. I guess if you want to relate this back to wrestling though, yeah. like my cardio yeah, <laughs> is I kind it. of getting top nuts from being in the water. Like I went to the gym today and I was jogging. I was like, Hey, this is a lot easier than it was before.
1: Uh, <laughs> awesome. Um, well, Ruby, we're, we're nearing the end of the show. Why don't you let uh, everyone know in the chat and then people on, on YouTube uh, when we push this out, where we can find you, where we can learn more about you, and, and all that fun stuff.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I am under pretty much every social media under the name Razorpops. Razorpops. That's R-A-Z-E-R-P-O-P-S. And that's my website, too, com. if you want to email me razorpops at gmail.com like i i
1: mean it make it easy easy it's that psychology gotta make it easy (laughs) that's right awesome ruby you've been a pleasure to talk to thank you for giving us your time tonight vanessa any final words for no i was just gonna circle back when she was saying um bateman was like going stiff i watched
0: uh, your match with willie mack and i was like they're (laughs) laying that in like that is for real (laughs) Oh, oh yeah, Willie eat I think Willie Mac is still, is probably one of the top three hardest chops that I've ever seen in my yeah. life. Yeah, like, the whole match, my husband's like, this match sounds painful, because the whole time I was like, oh, ow! It was painful, it was painful, tell him tell him if he thinks that's painful, watch me versus Brody King, like, that one was,
1: ooh. Oh, ooh. That, is a, that is a must watch, I might have to watch uh-huh. that later find it
0: look it up it's 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 brutal the beginning is definitely brutal if you can make it past the beginning
1: cool (laughs) (laughs) um okay ruby thanks uh we'll let you go thanks for giving us your time uh and spending it with us and the door is always open if you need to plug something so have yourself a wonderful night
0: thank you guys
1: yeah later bye Bye. awesome good stuff stiff got it yeah oh yeah we're good we're good Awesome. All right. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. Anytime. Have a great night. Have a good night. Bye.